Good afternoon. Welcome to this afternoon's edition of the Richard Urban Show. I'm your host, Richard Urban, coming from historic Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. We bring you news and views from the unification principle point of view. Today's episode is Beat Your Swords into Plowshares. We've now all heard about the invasion of Israel by Hamas and the murder of over a thousand Israelis and over a hundred or more have been captured and drugged back to um, Gaza. So we're all appalled at that, or should be, but I'd like to look more deeply into it from a broader perspective. And make no mistake about it, this was a second Holocaust. By the way, my mom is Jewish, so I'm actually Jewish. And also, I have, although I'm not in touch, I'd like to be in touch. I've been uh, thinking to work on that with my more distant relatives on my mom's side in Israel. So, also, I have at least nine aunts, great aunts and uncles who were murdered in the Holocaust. So this is not a small thing. But the question is, what is God's viewpoint? What is the broader viewpoint? What is the solution to these issues? So I'd like to start by reading an excerpt from God's Ideal Family as a model for world peace given in Washington, D.C., September 23, 2005, by Reverend Young Moon. This reading is from God's Ideal Family as a Model for World Peace, and it includes extemporaneous comments by Reverend Sum Young Moon. This speech was given in Washington, D.C. on September 23, 2005. In this age, war is a most primitive and destructive means of resolving conflict. It will never lead to lasting peace. People are dying of starvation. More than 20 million people die of starvation every year, which is more than 60,000 people average a day. Now is the time, as the prophet Isaiah taught, to beat our swords into plowshares and spears into pruning hooks. It wouldn't take 10 or 20 years if we truly are united in this spirit. All the great scholars from around the world, they can be educated with this kind of philosophy, this kind of truth. Then they will stand up with new determination to solve all of these problems. I am doing it, actually, not just giving you empty talk. Think of Unification Church members. They used to be hippies and yippies. They were lost on the streets, but I brought them and educated them. They became the true leaders of this nation. I am an honest man. I have done that. I repeat, to beat our swords into plowshares and spears into pruning hooks, humankind should end the perverse cycle of sacrificing our children's lives and squandering astronomical sums of money to fight wars. Without going through this, we can solve all the problems. Why should we sacrifice people's lives in the battlefield? We have to protect their lives. Why must we continue this tragic path, pouring countless dollars into wars that, in the end, will never bring the reconciliation of enemies? The time has come for the countries of the world to pool their resources and advance toward the world of peace desired by God, the master of this universe. Would you march together for that? Ladies and gentlemen, Humanity is traveling down a dead-end street. The only way to survive is to practice a peace philosophy of true love, true life, and true lineage taught by Reverend Moon. 
If all the university presidents of the United Nations agree upon this, we can do it quickly. Now that we have entered the age after the coming of heaven, your good ancestors are activated and the heavenly hosts are sweeping down upon the earth. Soon the countries and peoples that appeared strong and mighty will change course and shift in this direction. Probably the communists will change their direction more quickly than the people in the free world. Think about China, Japan, and Russia. If they're united, they can take over the entire Pacific Ocean. Who knows in the future, if the trend goes this way, if there will be another world war staring on the Pacific Ocean. You politicians, think about it. We can educate them. I leave you with a choice. It's not my problem. I've told you all. Whether you die or live is your choice. There can be no perfection in ignorance. If you don't know anything, there's no way to perfect yourself. The message from heaven that I convey to you today is both a blessing and a warning to this generation. I, Reverend Moon, will take the lead in establishing true families, true societies, true nations, and a true world. Will you join with me as I rise and gain strength in accordance with heavenly fortune? Or will you remain captive behind the same old walls, all than Satan's handiwork? You, Protestants and Catholics, you all have to be united. No more separation. You have to straighten the course of the United Nations. We have to educate them. If you have such a spirit and determination, you have to utilize all the media arms, such as radios and televisions and so forth, and spread this truth all over the world. It may not take even six months. We can do it. You, Archbishop Stallings, and this and that, all those leaders, I expect you to become such leaders. Do you understand? Or will you remain captive behind the same old walls, all of them Satan's handiwork, the wall of your religion, the wall of your culture, the wall of your nationality, and the wall of your race, and spend the remainder of your time on earth in agony and regret? Heaven is summoning you to be wise leaders who will set aright this world of evil and establish a new heaven and new earth. Would you like to become emissary of God? That ends the reading of this excerpt. So we can see in that excerpt that Reverend Moon, Father Moon, is talking about beating our swords into plow shares. And that war is the most primitive method. And in this age, it's not necessary. So what am I saying? Is I saying Israel should just stand by during their Holocaust? No, that's not what I'm saying. Obviously, we have to defend ourselves. And that's why we have the Second Amendment here in the United States. That's not what I'm saying. But armed conflict will never bring a final solution. There'll always be endless escalation. So, as I've said, and if you go back in my archives, you can watch or listen to on podcasts, either watch or listen to many of my shows. And if on your podcast platform it doesn't have all the shows, just go to visionroot.org and scroll down, and you'll see all my shows there, not just a limited number. So... Basically, what I've been saying is, and what Reverend Moon has been saying is, Father Moon has been saying is, that there's a new revelation of truth. We can understand God's will. We need to focus on that. So what i like to start with is saying, have we been as serious enough about considering God's will? As Father Moon was saying there, there's no solution to anything in ignorance. 
So do we know what God's will is? Do we have we studied it? Or are we just in our own cocoon saying, oh, I go to church, that's fine. I read the Bible, that's fine. I read the Quran, that's fine. Or any other book, that's fine. Or are we seeing, you know, they, there's divinity in all people and different religions and that we have to work together. And basically, not basically, exactly, Father Moon said, the formula for world peace and 120 pastors and ministers, not just unification church people, but people from all different denominations went to, I think, over 90 countries around in 2006 proclaiming this message of God's ideal family as a model for world peace in 120 nations. And what is the message? There's a two-pronged approach. One, we have to teach the truth about God. First of all, that God is our Father, that He has a principle of creation, that God's families are the model for world peace. <clears throat> Things that we now used to take for granted, like, oh, we get married, we have children, and now when we see 30, 40% plus of children being indoctrinated, by uh, spurious teachers in schools and online media presence and all you know all kinds of garbage, then we have to wonder, you know, if we shouldn't be a lot more serious about what Reverend Moon's saying and not just dismiss it or saying what we're doing is good enough. So is Reverend Moon promoting another religion? Like, am I saying, oh, everybody should just go? to Reverend Moon's church. Just quit the Baptist church or Methodist church or whatever. Or, no, that's not what I'm saying. Go to any church you like. What I am saying is, though, we have to come together on the basic principles of humanity, that God is our parent and God isn't, like, left or right. You know, there's plenty of blame to go around on all sides. So what am I saying, that Hamas isn't the aggressor in Israel? Well, I'm not saying that. Actually, we don't know all the circumstances of everything. But I am saying that the solution isn't a, a continued escalation of military conflict. That's not the solution in this age. And that can be avoided, but the hour is getting late. I mean... Father Moon gave this speech 18 years ago now. And how many people have really taken heed? How many people have really studied what he's saying? How about if our leaders, whether it be any party, study these words and bring a viewpoint that is centered on God into the public sphere that is a more broad viewpoint that encompasses the new truth, meaning, you know, what God is saying in this age. God has brought new words of truth in this age to help us understand, you know, all the things that Jesus was saying in the Bible. And so the first part, as I said, of the formula is to know God's new truth. Ignorance is not bliss. And saying you didn't know or don't want to know or stick your head in the sand is not bliss either or is not 
going to help anything. And the second part is the blessing. The blessing means the blessing of marriage. So what that means is where we put marriage back into the Garden of Eden. So it is a God-centered marriage that strives to fulfill God's ideal of marriage. So it brings marriage to a new level, and it also brings marriage out of the fallen state because we're all descendants of Adam and Eve who fell. So that's the purpose of the blessing. And then by applying God-centered principles, you can make your marriage successful. So, for instance, imagine that Jews were married to Arabs. I'm sure there are some Jews married to Arabs, by the way. There's a lot of Arab people in Israel. I know that Orthodox Jews might not intermarry, but a lot of people aren't Orthodox Jews. They're secular Jews or other kinds of Jews. Anyway, I'm sure there's Arab and Israeli couples. So say you're an Arab and Israeli couple, meaning Jewish and non-Jewish, or Jewish and Gentile, or Jewish and Arab, whatever. Jewish with some other faith. Then, say your children are over there or relatives in Gaza. Are you going to blow them up? Or say you're in Gaza. Are you going to blow up those who are in Israel? No. This is a long-term solution. It's based on love. When we say love, I'm not talking about some vague concept. And again, I never said don't defend yourself. No, I didn't say that. What I'm talking about is love. I'm talking about love in marriage, love in the family that expands past just your own children to the love for humanity that starts in your family. So... We shouldn't lose focus on these core principles. We could have already enacted what Father Moon said. So we have actually a new website, and we're launching phase one this month called unionstation.love. So there you can receive the blessing of marriage, whether you're a part of the Unification Church or not. And it's especially for those who have stayed abstinent in preparation for marriage or also those who have returned to abstinence can find their blessed marriage partner. Blessed marriage means the tradition of marriage and unification movement. Again, it doesn't mean you have to attend the unification church or anything like that. It means you receive the marriage sacrament, unification tradition. You can attend any church you like. Or if you don't go to church, that's also your choice. But I do say you should study the truth. You should study the word every day. In our tradition, we call that hundike which means study or even selling the word. It means you make it your life and tell other people about it. And if you think about a triangle, you know, right now we might think, or some people might think, you know, on the bottom is, a, it's not like on the bottom is the President of the United States or the Congress or even any government official. On the bottom is families who are godly, and then that builds a society, nation, and world that are godly. And in fact, you know, we have to, of course, as many people point out, work locally. And we should work at loving our neighbor locally. So it starts with me and you. The issues like instability of families, divorce, immorality, contentiousness, lack of love, unrighteousness. Where does that start? In the White House? In Congress? No, it starts with me. It starts with you in your family. 
And then when that is secure, we can have good leaders and good people. And we do have good leaders and good people. Not totally, but we have certainly have some. And that can expand out from there. So we've got to focus on, on those things. Understanding the new truth. You say you haven't studied the new truth. Okay, we'll go over to our website, visionroot.org resources, and start studying the new truth. What's your excuse for not studying it? No excuse, just do it. So we need to know what's going on, and then we should seek the blessing of marriage. Also, already married couples can do that too. So especially when I invite all these singles out there to join Union Station, take the required blessing preparation class, and we're working very soon. We will be working and are working on phase two. And by the end of this year, we'll have it so you can register your matching profile and prayerfully be matched with somebody who will be your eternal mate. So that's what we have to do to build world peace because it does begin in the families where enemy nations come together in families literally in love. This is the only long-term solution. These problems can never be solved through wars. And, you know, things like endless war in Ukraine. By the way, we need more reporting about what's actually going on over there. You don't see many reports of all the people who've been blown up, or all the Ukrainians killed, or all the Russians killed. You know, people who want to send money over there. I mean, I'm not trying to be uh, like how do you say, cute or whatever you want to call it. But would you send your children over there to fight in a war? Again, I'm not suggesting that we should be involved in the war there, but we are involved. We're sending hundreds of millions of dollars there. Why? We should support Israel. I'm quite sure they need some assistance. But Ukraine, no. Why are we sending money over there? Why are we making a proxy war with Russia? I've talked about that in other issues. But again, it's the same principle. And I want to remind you that in Kiev, Ukraine, is where Father Moon initiated the Peace Kingdom Corps and Peace Kingdom Police Force, right over there. And by the way, this isn't a militarized force. Some maybe have tried to make it out to be that, but he made it clear that it's not an armed force. Could they have a security unit? Yeah, I suppose they could. Even people like, you know, presidential candidates have a security unit, but having a security unit isn't the same as primarily being a militarized force. It's an education force, meaning they'll teach this truth I'm talking about. Why aren't we teaching this? And in fact, at that meeting with Father Moon, there were both Ukrainians there and Russians there, and they were invited and did join this peace force. I'm not honestly sure about the current status, what happened to that initiative that started there in um, October 2005, but I do know that there were many workshops held prior to that in Crimea, which is actually one of the areas that Russia has now um, taken over that was part of Ukraine. It's extremely ironic, to say the least, that that's the very area that Reverend chose for having these workshops. And thousands of youth went to the workshops. And in fact, many of them are intermarried. So do you think the people who are intermarried 
want to send their sons and daughters, whether they be on the Russian side or the Ukrainian side, to kill each other? Are you insane? This is not the solution to anything. So again, I urge you to study the new truth. You can start with some of the resources we have there, especially study the speech I'm referring to. I'll post it below, which is um, really uh, peace message number one, and also peace message 10 you can find there, and many other resources. I do hope you've enjoyed this message. Do pray for I do pray for all those, even my own relatives. Very likely some of them have been killed in this massacre. But we got to ask more deeply, why, 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 why is this happening? We all have to repent. We all have to repent. Why did the Holocaust happen? We all have to repent. You know, we all have sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. So just to get up there and say one side is 100% right, that's not going to ultimately solve the problem. We need a vision of the new truth, and we need the blessing of marriage. That's what we need. War is not the way to solve any problem. And again, no, I'm not saying you don't defend yourself. Yes, but that's way down the road. Why haven't we taken seriously what Father Moon said? Why haven't we formed organizations to educate about this great truth? And educate the UN and work together, work together as one people, one people of God, not left, right, but children of God. That's my message today. We have to beat your swords into plowshares. That's what we need to do. So it's up to us. Do we want to go away of annihilation, destruction, World War III, or do we want to go the way Reverend Moon said? He told us there'd be consequences. Do we listen or we just think ho-hum, something else? We don't need to listen to that. I'm Jewish. I'm Muslim. I'm Christian. I'm humanist. I'm nothing. I don't need that. Okay. Well, I wouldn't be so sure. I need it. I think you need it too. All right. That's my message for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Do you like, do you share, do you comment? And I pray God will bless you and your family. I do pray for all those who are grieving now in Israel. And that's this second Holocaust. We all should grieve together. Because when that happens, we're all part of humanity. But we also all should work for what we're supposed to be doing, as I just said. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Until next time, I'm your host, Rich Urban. Come to historic Harpersbury, West Virginia. Good afternoon.